Urban Broadcast Collective brings together the best podcasts on cities and urban life. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud and and Apple Podcasts. from the Centre for Urban Research at RMIT. And in this episode of This Must Be The Place, I'm trying out something a bit left field. What it is is a pilot for a new side project or maybe a podcast provisionally titled Digital Death Trip. And in this episode, I'll explain what that name means, the concept and some of the background, and also try out the computer program that it's based around. I'm sitting here today with my sister, Sarah Taylor. Hi. And we've got someone else with us here as well, don't we? Yeah. Trip. Try again. And I am Digital Death Trip. Uh Aha, that's right. So who we're here today with is actually a computer program that Mm -hmm. you have largely written, Sarah. Yes, with the help of a lot of modern things that are out there nowadays, but this is very much a uh, bizarre, cobbled together, bespoke, I think that is the term. A bespoke computer program that's currently just running off off the terminal on my machine and what this computer program is trying to do several inexplicable things mm-hmm. one is that it's interfacing with something called Trove which is the National Library of Australia's digital archive mm-hmm. specifically its collection of digitized historical newspapers which yep. number and actually I checked before it's hundreds of millions I think wow or maybe it's hundreds of thousands it had lots of zeros mm-hmm. on it and Combining that with another interest I have, which is, um, well, something I find interesting, mm-hmm. a book called Wisconsin Death Trip. It's from actually published in 1973, and it was a compilation of uh, newspaper articles and photographs from two sort of superficially normal Wisconsin towns in the late 19th century. And they're also... Towns where nowadays you would set a Disney film. Yeah, like mm-hmm. idyllic almost on, mm-hmm. the, on the face of things. But this guy who was archiving the newspapers, he started noticing all these really dark themes. Yeah. Yep, dark themes that kept coming up. And he took all the dark ones and stuck them together in a book. The quote he used was, um, he found constantly repeating themes and he tore fragments out of their context and arranged them afresh in such a way that they illustrated one another. And those things they were illustrating were all these contextual things that were happening in these towns. There was economic decline, there's a lot of bankruptcy and so on, but there's also technological disruption, the trains coming through, unemployment, tramp mm-hmm. armies, just Bacteria. extraordinary number of suicides, mm-hmm. all vividly described. Because they still reported them back then, it's quite striking. With names and motives. But they just say, and call lifeline. Oh, no, no, they were real upfront about it. Murders, um, they reported any time anyone was declared insane. Mm-hmm. And they also published photos of people that were already dead, so it had this that's one of the things it's more famous for, mm. well, as far as you might call it famous, known for, is the startling thing. I think, really, that's what people still take photos for, but it's quite startling when people were first figuring out photography that they went straight to the literal thing that we do symbolically now, which is takes photos of someone who's dead because we won't see them again. So that, it's sort of sitting in between the past and, and the present. And I wondered if we could do something similar using Trove and Australian towns but taking out some of the selection of it, I mean, part of what made Wisconsin Death Trip random. is that he just randomly had this assignment, and mm-hmm. I wanted to add a random component. Mm-hmm. And to do this, we're using, well, that's 
trying to get into the technical side of it. Mm-hmm. You can actually just go onto the Trove website and search for whatever you're interested yes. in. What is the Trove website? NLA or does it called Trove? Yeah, it's just called Trove, National mm-hmm. Library of Australia. Well, maybe it's NLA, but if you mm-hmm. search Trove, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. It's also incredible. The architecture is all set up by public funding, which is constantly under it's threat. It's an amazing resource, so therefore it's constantly being threatened to be closed down because we need more unamazing things so that <laughs> promise big and deliver nothing. But Trove promised little and delivered in in spades. Yes. And it's part of part of why it delivers so much is because the it's designed so that there's no not a really strong proprietary element. So all the archiving and the metadata is really tightly organized. But the other end of it is really it's crowdsourced, open. So mm-hmm. anyone can go in there and search. Anyone can go in there and correct the text that comes out. Mm-hmm. So the machines read the newspapers, and it's often garbage. They give it a crack, but pretty yeah. good. But mm-hmm. you, you, some people in there. I saw that before their top correctors have five million corrections. <gasps> Um, and you can tag it and organize it. And also, you have this capability through what's called an API, which stands for Application Programming Interface, where you can actually write code to direct, you automatically retrieve yeah. this information. And that's why when I was saying, what's the website for, I don't know. So my main interaction with Trove is not through going through a web browser to a website, it's through uh, calling the API, the Application Programming Interface, which is uh, a message that you can send from, uh, well, anything really, but you can send it from a computer program and it sends it over the web and says, hey, I've got a question for you, Trove server, and then Trove server sends it back to the computer program. Basically, little packets of data without what we commonly think of as, when we think of the internet, we think of what are basically the graphic user interfaces of the internet, you know, all the clicky things and the, um, apps on your phone and stuff like that they're front pieces for these kinds of activities going on underneath the hood and the Trove API is publicly available you do need to get a key so you mm-hmm. don't just uh, use it for I don't know what nefarious purposes you could just hit it up so much I think that that's what should, they're mainly worried yeah, about yeah, mm-hmm. you just like cost them a lot of money but basically it's free to anyone and you can have a go to to see what you can do with Trove so once you have that key um, and just read a little bit about how the application programming interface works, then you go, ah, oh, if I send off this search term to the Trove API, then it will look through the Trove data sources and send me back an answer. Um, and when I get back that answer, I can do what I want with it. And one of the moments I had was like, well, you know, you get it back, why don't you just get the computer to read it out loud? So if you have a Mac or a, a Linux operating system and you can already have an inbuilt speaking program in your computer. Uh, in Mac, if you go into your little terminal thing and just write say and then quote and then blah blah blah, you know, what would be something funny like, I love you or something. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I don't know how to get me out of this computer or something. Well, we're all used to that voice because it's the voice of yes, the it's Siri's voice system. and the navigation voice, yes. So when you have things like Siri or Alexa there, using something like this under the hood they're doing whatever they're doing and that final point after you've got your answer back then you go oh can you say it it's a little bit trickier on windows because it doesn't come with one inbuilt but you can get free ones like i'm gonna try one now oh, yeah. this is this one sounds more like radiohead that pig, pig in a <laughs> oh that's a bit quiet let's try it a bit louder oh uh, yeah can i put that line in I actually, in. are you gonna write pig? here we go i believe the last line is is it this pig? pig in a cage on auto 
on on autobiotics. <laughs> antibiotics. Antibiotics. I said that the other day and no one knew what You may remember this line from a Radiohead song from what song was it? Theater. Paranoid and Yeah, this is one of the songs I'm Healthier, okay. more productive. Healthier. Whereas the voice on the Mac, I've got a Mac in front of me, is more healthier, more productive. <laughs> it is more healthy and more productive. <laughs> this is the Mac again. Digital death trip. Yeah, did it. And I am digital death trip. Hi. I've called this program Digital Death Trip for now. I think it's a pretty good name. Okay. So I've also toyed with calling it Trove Town Tragedy for reasons <laughs> I'm about to explain. So what the program actually does is it does a search on a list of place names. Mm-hmm. You can actually put in a place name you want, but yep. we're going with this idea of random, random lo- any random location for now in Victoria, any town or suburb, and it goes and finds that town name mm-hmm. and then a particular word that I've gone with called tragedy mm-hmm. on why to do the towns I think there's a little bit of crossover with how I like to visit swimming pools and there's always go and visit swimming pools and country towns and there's always something interesting about that town and you want to know more so this takes the selection out of it and the reason I've gone with a tragedy takes a bit more explaining if I you think. spend a bit of time on Trove you'll get your head around it yeah yeah so once you I've spent a lot of time on Trove either for my work so I research um, legitimate urban planning issues on Trove and also writing songs and so on. You do see these repeating themes as in Wisconsin Death Trip and one of the things I'd often see repeating would be the scene where they'd say the definite article, town name, tragedy mm-hmm. and I started to notice there's so many towns that have you know the the Bendigo tragedy, the Shepparton tragedy and I started mm-hmm. to think does every town have a tragedy? Mm-hmm. Well they call the, the something tragedy. And one of the things that um, made me curious about this more recently was because there's a few things we still report in the news as tragedies. Yes. Some of them have changed, but the most common one that's still reported as a tragedy is a murder-suicide. And there was one in Port Pirie a couple of years ago, no, Port Lincoln, a couple of years ago. And in a news report it said, town shocked to its core, nothing like this has ever happened before. And then I went and trove and wrote Port Lincoln tragedy. And, you know, there's a, not to say there's hundreds, but there's it quite a lot. It has happened before. It has yeah. happened before. So this is roughly the idea is to use the resource that is trove, mm-hmm. the random um, random elements, and yeah. of that of making your own program, mm-hmm. the kind of spooky elements of having it read it back out to you. Yes. And what we're going to try and do is run this program. It'll select a town at, at random. random. It'll select a tragedy in that town. It'll actually start by shortlisting mm-hmm. some. And then it'll present us this random tragedy story. And ideally, if it makes sense, then go and find out a bit more about that town and the context. That's the long goal. A bit of investigative journalism. In the meantime, you have the sort of all the hidden under the hood stuff of like, is this code working? Yeah, so there is a lot going on underneath the hood here to... Firstly, there's a fair bit of work in um, compiling a list of towns and Mm -hmm. also giving coordinates because it can actually make a map for you if you wish as well. Uh, It needs to compile a list of towns then present a random choice to you, but you also need to have a little bit of veto power and mm. go, oh, let's not use that town. Like, there's a town in Victoria called Sale. And, and I think Speed. And Speed. And they're shocking words to search on in a database because they mean other things. Then it needs to construct a search and send it off to Trove. Then it needs to get those results, write them to a file, and then go through them and read them out loud. Then randomly select one. Then 
go ask Trove again to get the full article and it will also give us the page of the newspaper from that day. There are so many things that can go wrong in there that are, we can only hope that it's a little bit entertaining. Yes. So we've <laughs> got to it's try. Art. It's art. Yeah. It's art. Yeah. It's a bit art meets, uh, yes. uh, art meets science. There's definitely something to be said for using computers for what they're really good at and you know mixing it with what humans are good at and um, might as well exploit the uncanny valley when something doesn't quite sound human and go you know that's kind of cool and creepy one thing humans aren't good at is remembering when bad things have happened before they're amazing at forgetting them strategically forgetting things so trove remembers these things and if we ask trove to go and get stuff it might actually uh, break a case of amnesia or it can just humorously bring back a tragedy that's like sewage spilled on road yes or, or so, things that are just totally not a tragedy so as yeah. a back back in preparing partly because i find them interesting partly in preparing to to do this little project i was doing crowdsourcing correction of texts of so i've actually corrected about 1100 of these town mm-hmm. tragedies in victoria so i have a whole emerging vocabulary of what was a tragedy in the, uh, the other things the olden days that's covered by this is really roughly 1850s to 1950s because the mm-hmm. newspapers generally aren't archived after that at least not yet yeah. so you see these repeating things and words that always come up some trigger words that clearly quarrel quarrel i don't want to quarrel with anyone p rifle which had to which seems to be just a word for a rifle although my favorite headline was shot while shooting <laughs> that was a good one. people went out shooting a lot and sometimes they got shot and that would be called a tragedy because they weren't planning on that part no <laughs> one part was like a guy going out shooting he was sh- shooting parrots and he started to beat up his dog, <laughs> and then he accidentally shot, shot himself. himself. Was that like, was shot while shooting. That actually worked it? out quite well. But it also covers, so as Sarah said, there's some that just aren't tragic at all. Mm-hmm. It's like visiting theatre troupe puts yeah. on tragedy. Yeah. But on the whole, the themes that are covered are natural disasters. Mm-hmm. So that's fire, flood, mm-hmm. a lot of drowning. Because often oh. that people, well, people didn't know how to swim, but mm-hmm. they were always really hot, I assume. Yeah. So they drowned a lot. They also drowned in wells yeah. in the backyard. They had to go to the water. They could swim less, but they had more causes to go and have to go to the water. And then they didn't know how to like do surf mm-hmm. life-saving so they'd jump in and try and save one and then they'd all drown it's actually really awful that's part yeah. of the connection to the yeah. pools actually There's a lot of pools were built because yeah. people drowned so much yeah but, but lumped in the in these things of these unstoppable horrible sort of natural things are also what we would now just call domestic violence yes it's in the same category and we still use that term still nowadays. called tragic and my emerging theory on that is that we tend to use the word tragedy for things that we either think we can't control or that we can't understand or that there's no clear blame. So when you had these murder-suicides, they would usually say the victims of the tragedy and they meant including the the murderer in that as well. Mm -hmm. There's also a lot of um, things you don't see so much now. You do see them, but it's much rarer. Drownings. uh, drownings. A lot of women killing their children, so Mm -hmm. real (laughs) drowning and this stuff. It certainly happens now, but it's much less common, and that's contextual reasons for that, Mm -hmm. I think. Just thinking about everything that was different back then, some of the situations these people were in. Also had just just suicide would be called a tragedy. Yeah. Interesting one also is that when um, cars started coming in, yeah. when someone got run over by a car, nowadays we call it an accident. accident. It's not an accident. They would call it a tragedy. It's so it would be the, a yeah. lot of them would be on the edge of Melbourne and you need like the Wallen tragedy and it meant that someone got run over by a car. And back then that wasn't a statistic, that was a, a big story.
remember how how most computer books start with Hello World? Yes. Is that literally the first thing they got? Maybe. Like, hang on. I'm going to get the computer to say Hello World. Because that's what they always do. Hello World. Hello World. Mm. Hello World. Hello. Yeah. So we're using the terminal. And what I'm going to do is type in the word Ruby, which is the language that this yes, program... Yes, and if you have a Mac, which I don't. So this is Windows. Uh, I do this thing on Windows. Um... Ruby is a freely available programming language which just happens to come with your Mac if you get it, but you can also just get it on this thing called the internet. The internet can look like many things and we often associate the internet with being, you know, the graphic user interface that is a web browser, but a web browser is just handling requests underneath the surface and then presenting them back to you and you don't necessarily have to see the internet to be able to use it. So I'm looking at something that looks not distinctly non-modern, but it is actually interfacing with the modern mm -hmm. world. And I've typed Ruby language, Digital Death Trip, that's the name of our program, <laughs> and we're going to trial this uh, random selection of a town and a random selection of a tragedy, yeah. and we'll talk about everything that's happening because probably we'll have to because everything will go wrong yes. while it's happening. The great thing about random is it's random, and the bad thing about random is, is it? it's random. So let's see. Here we go. This is Digital Death Trip. Today I am talking to you from a Mac operating system. Would you like to choose a town, or would you like me to make a random selection? We would like to make a random selection. Mm -hmm. We could choose a town, but that takes half the fun out of it. Yes. Random. Okay, I can do that. Please choose a data source for me to compile town names from. So here's the first thing that was a big uh, headache yes. slash challenge. How do you define your list of towns? Because you have to have a, something that the yeah. computer's Yeah, if you want to from. randomly pick something, you can't just randomly pick from anything in the whole world. You need to have, you know, some sort of finite set of things. And as per Liz's discussion before about the definite article tragedy, town names are a huge part of that. And there's different ways you can get lists of towns. One of them is through BICMAP, which is the um, public oh. service kind of data set, mm -hmm. um, which is a list of every locality, which is either a town, as suburb. we know it, or a suburb. Sometimes very obscure ones, sometimes funny ones like Bort or Suggin Buggin. Um, they're all localities, but everywhere in Victoria is defined as being in one and one only locality. So it's for, for all of Victoria, mm -hmm. no overlaps, but it includes yeah. a lot of places we'd never have heard of. And mm -hmm. um, it also they're not likely to be on Trove. From my experience, a VicMap's very comprehensive list, mm -hmm. and it, it is, I wouldn't say dominated, but it certainly disproportionately uh, contains. Mm -hmm. Little valleys and gully names from yes. the Alps or something. Yeah, like because that. say there's one locality for all of Brunswick, mm. but then you'll get the locality for every funny little bit, you know, in the in the um, highlands or something like that, where there's only like 30 people in each one. So, so one in terms of news, you get the ones where there's more people. And so one, the second list we've put in here is a is one way of of getting around this, and also a, a practical one way to one keep yourself busy. Is <laughs> so is we've got a list of all public transport stops. Uh, yes. All towns that have public transport. And I was well. saying front pieces for APIs. Anyone who uses tram tracker um, mm. uses this same data source, yeah. general transit set feed. So. GTFS file, mm -hmm. which is is GTFS, I think, is a good example of how some aspects of the world are being remodeled to to interface with things like these mm -hmm. programs and apps. So, to previously, I guess in the olden days, if you wanted to find the timetable or where the stops were, you had to get it, and every town had their own format and so yep. on. GTFS is about getting all uh, jurisdictions to put their public transport data into a specified format that mm -hmm. then can be used to put into your Google Maps and stuff like that. Yep. So what we've done is take all the stops from that GTFS for Victoria and get a list of 
towns with public transport, which is generally a shorter list. So yeah. which one are we going to so go So buses with? or trains. We yeah. usually, if you, yeah, we try, go for the PTV. All right, we're going to yeah. go for towns with public transport. Yeah. Okay, please wait while I process this. I found 1,116 unique Victorian towns in this data. My random town choice is Hepburn Springs. Uh, yeah, what maybe. do you think? Oh, well, what know. we think is, first of all, a little bit nervous about the double barrel names, mm -hmm. but I think that has been overcome a little bit. So when you're doing a search, another behind the scenes slash under the hood thing you don't mm -hmm. always get confronted with is the is a boolean construction of yes. how that search is working. Yeah. So Hepburn Springs is two words. So do you search anyway? Hepburn Springs or Hepburn and Springs or Springs Hepburn and the one thing you sure as eggs shouldn't do is search on Hepburn Springs with an actual space in it because the uh, request over the internet will have as I like to term it have a cow because I don't know if anyone's ever been to a website with a space in it because mm. they don't exist right. so but so we have to sort of uh, balance that out. But let's give it We're going to give it a, risk, uh, a risky shot and it, it is irritating how many double-barreled names there yes, are. And there's more and more because there's a greater requirement that locality names are unique now. Yeah. Let's right. try. We'll now see if I can find any newspaper references to a tragedy in Hepburn Springs. That's the search name. I now have 20 results on file. Mm -hmm. Would you like me to read a few headlines to get a sense of the tragedies in Hepburn Springs? So this is my idea to have a bit of a, it's not the ones that's picking for us, it's just mm -hmm. taking out of that 20 mm -hmm. results that have been returned. Yes, and there's more that are up there, it's just that you have to bring them down in batches of 20. So she's gone and got 20, you she's she's searched on Tragedy and Hepburn Springs or Springs Hepburn. And not and, and there's a little icon in it that other people don't know. Yeah. You see it and you don't know what it means, there's a little a wild card 20, yeah. so that's, is that the space? HTTP or? request for, it's a space. Yeah. Yes. Alright, we're going to go, mm. and not feeling super great. No, about I don't feel too brings. confident about this one. <sighs> Let's try. Year, 1907. Headline, Tragedy. Article, <laughs> 14. Year, 1902. Headline, Tragedy. Mm -mm, Article, mm -mm. 15. Year, 1934. Headline, Tragedy. Shall I pick a random tragedy from this place? Or let me know if you would like to pick a specific one? article. Yeah, okay. See how random it is, okay. and then we'll do another okay. one. Mm -hmm. Let's I don't see. Think it's from Here is Springs. my random tragedy from Hepburn Springs. Article 14. Date 1902, the 28th of May. Headline Tragedy. Content preview. W.M. Parker, a saddler residing at Parnell, New, shot his wife and infant with a revolver and then attempted suicide. Lie, I generical. But the registered sign, tragedy is attributed to DDWK, apostrophe, dot. So, that was one tragedy from Hepburn Springs. Would you like me to get a copy of the whole Let's article for you? Let's hear it, but you? I think we'll do another search. I just don't think this is really in Hepburn no, Springs. No. But I'm think... going to say yes because I'm going to see it. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to translate the, all those weird Good punctuation luck. marks. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks, did now you we're getting the whole article, and we're also so getting the full article to a human reading it is William Parker, a saddler residing at Parnell, New Zealand, shot his wife and infant with a revolver and then attempted suicide. The condition of tragedy is attributed to drink. Mm -hmm. That's the article. But the thing is, we don't think this is really from New Zealand. So it's really from Hepburn Springs. Yeah. yeah sorry. It's, uh, yeah. So, but it's, we've also what she, um, Digital Death Strip has done for us is she's gone and fetched the page of the newspaper that yeah, it's from so you yeah. can see it in context yeah there's it is Australia Mutual Fire Insurance the terrible eruptions women mm. and children uh, are pleading for deliverance but it is impossible to aid them they are almost certain to be overwhelmed by lava 
or starved. Oh, that's some right. sort of uh, that's a New Zealand like a yeah, yeah. something in the yeah. olden days. So I think we should run digital gesture again and not allow no double, double barrel. barrels names. Yeah, no complicated oh. names. Just go up. Okay. Up. Yeah. Okay. Hello, this is Digital Death right, Truth. Today I am talking to you from a Mac operating system. Would you like to choose a town, or would you like me to make a random selection? A random selection, please. Okay, I can do that. Please choose a data source for me to compile town names from. We're going to go for the so public stops transport again. stops yep. again. But we're going to be a bit more fussy when she, okay. she brings back anyone please that's wait any while I process this. I found 1,116 unique Victorian towns in this data. My random town choice is Tatura. That's What fine. do you yes. think? See, I'm like, yes. <laughs> First of all, I like this town name because it only got one word in it. <laughs> you end up, this is an example of us, again, like yeah. modifying our sense of what's okay based on what will work in the computer. Yes, yes. And that, you know, the whole world of, uh, <laughs> the there's world. a book I can recommend called You Are Not a Gadget. The amount of effort people go to to make computers look smart. <laughs> and then they go, wow, <laughs> I've just forgotten the last week I spent like, preparing this thing for at the press of a button but yeah, anyway Tatura is a great name because it's not it's also fairly it's, it's not an common name it's mm -hmm. not a person's name now so we've talked it up let's see what goes wrong all right so we're going to hear a bit about okay i will now see if i can find any newspaper references to a tragedy in Tatura. Tatura. <laughs> i now have 20 results on file would you like me to read a few headlines to get a sense of the tragedies in Tatura? yes i would i'd like to hear a little bit about Tatura, mm -hmm. even though you can't say it properly. Article 3, Year 1905, Headline, The Tatura Tragedy. Article 8, Year 1905, Headline, The Tatura Tragedy. Article year? 18, no, year. year 1905, again, Headline, again. Tatura Tragedy. Melbourne, Friday. Article 19, Year 1905, Headline. The Tatura tragedy. Shall I pick a random well, tragedy from this place? Sure. Or let it? me know if you would like to pick a specific article. Well, what this is saying, having that preview, mm -hmm. is because it's picking, they're not all the same articles, but they're all from 1905. So clearly Tatura is dominated by one. Something happened incident. in 1905. But so I'm going to hear one article about it. It might not actually be this mm -hmm. one because it, it's picking randomly from the first 20 results. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. I would like a random one. Hey, let's see. Here is my random tragedy from Tatura. Article 8. Date. 1905 the 25th of April. Headline. The Tatura Tragedy. Content preview. I know arrest has been made in connection Cheyenne with the Tatura murder. Ashira states that he met Edwards at Ringwood Station, Nicarona, last Tuesday, and Edwards left and made along Tlee Murray River. Dot. So, happened? that was one tragedy from Tatura. What Would happened? you like me to get a copy of the whole article for you? Sure. Yes, please. So now what the the machine, sorry, code is going to do is retrieve Good luck. the article, Thank the full you. article, and the article in its context. Mm -hmm. So reading it out in human language, uh, the preview is, No arrest has been made in connection with the Tatura murder. Ashira states that he met Edwards at Ringwood Station near Corona, and Edwards left and made along the Murray River. Ooh. And now let's go... So can you? So what do we know about Tatura? It's a dairy town. Mm -hmm. It's um, very close to Shepparton, but and quite a fruit town, from, right? Oh uh, yeah, sorry. isn't it uh, SPC? Don't butter come from Tatura? Sarah's going to Google Tatura, and I'm going to look at the Daily Telegraph from April twenty fifth, nineteen o five. Is that a, that Anzac Day now? 
No, yeah. it wasn't the day after. Anyway, it's it wasn't then because this is 1905. It's a town in the Golden Valley region of Victoria, Australia, um, within the city of Greater Shepparton. Mm-hmm. Um, it's near Shepparton, so eight, 18 kilometres west of central Shepparton. Yes, Milk, Murray Goulburn, uh, Sinclair Night Mertz. What are they doing there? Oh, okay. Uh, Unilever, so like weird food products. I'm not going to get sued for that. <laughs> products? Food products? <laughs> food products. Snow brand milk products. Milk, 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 milk. So it's an irrigation district and it's near the Murray River but right on the Goulburn River. I think I've been yeah. to the pool there yeah. once. Also, uh, post office opened 1875. Several internment camps were set up around Tatura in World War Two, but that's after our tragedy. What would have been happening in 1905? Well, one thing that's mm. happening is a war uh, somewhere in Russia. We've got here um, in the same paper some stuff about French politics, etc. Russians active, the war. Mm -hmm. We've also got an article, a separate one, said, On Friday afternoon, a serious accident befell a young man named Herbert Atherton. He was out shooting. They're always out shooting. And he accidentally shot. Who would have thunk it? (laughs) Shot while shooting. a gun and they got shot. I'm still looking because the way that newspapers are organised in the olden days, they're just column and column and Mm -hmm. no pictures or whatever. And we can also open the file that she's written for us of all the other ones. Found dead. Okay, so it's under the column Australasia. Mm Mm-hmm. The first heading is found dead. A man named Blum was found dead on the farm of Mr. Gow at Woodstock. Separate story. Shooting fatality, another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a oh, victim of the P rifle accident at Marowina. Mm-hmm. P rifle. They used P rifle as though it was like a, an, a harmless toy. Yes. Everyone's always getting killed. So, in fact, the whole article is that one, the Tatura tragedy, Edwards. So what we need to do now is go to our full list yeah, of articles written and see what else for you, so she's you, found. Mm-hmm. And so the, it's gone into my computer and saved me some a case file, so mm-hmm. to speak. Well, I believe from what I've quickly looked over on this, uh, a man described as being 36 years of age. Sounds like people we know. Sounds mm-hmm. like a hipster. Tall, strong, muscular build, possible stubbly beard. <laughs> Dressed in check tweed suit, light felt hat, white shirt. Left Murchison March 11. Talked about going to Sydney. <laughs> Sounds like he's uh, going to be in a band. <laughs> um, may have been well acquainted with Skinner. Uh, so what else do we have on your case file? I'm just looking. Mm-hmm. So that's the full newspaper article. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a lot of articles, pretty mm-hmm. much only of about the 20, this. about probably 15 of them are about this 1905 one. Mm-hmm. So what else can we deduce from the The headlines are all just a true mm-hmm. tragedy. To true tragedy. So is William Skinner the one who was killed or who did the killing? I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. Now, some context here, of course, part of the idea is we'll find out a bit. I think it's a mystery person. They don't know who's actually There's a dead. lot of these murders that, uh, that I would see where it would be people sort of mm-hmm. tramping around. So oh, yeah. Speak. Someone called Nobby Taylor. Yeah, is supposed to be names. the victim. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Alive and working. So if they didn't die, what, what, what? Okay, it says here yeah. someone was arrested. So I'm going yeah. to read this one. Mm-hmm. The man, Otto Cook, was arrested a, yeah, arrested yesterday at Penshurst. Uh, on oh, suspicion, I about a quarrel. That's uh, bad. <laughs> on suspicion of being Edwards, the man who was wanted for the Tatura murder, ah. he has been released as the police soon found that a mistake had been made. Mm-hmm. So Digital Death Trip has retrieved a tragedy from Tatura in 1905. There's a few quirks in this story. There's a very short article, it's just mm-hmm. a paragraph but saying it's one of many, and that yeah. relates. There's a lot of articles about this the same thing. shooting in mm-hmm. Tatura, 1905. We don't know anything about, so yep. we're going to go off and find out uh, what we can piece together from the case file. We're mm-hmm. calling it. So mm-hmm. the 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 bot has retrieved us the article and the newspaper it's in, and 
a full list of 20 other 20 articles. 20 other articles, most of which seem to relate to this same tragedy. But the, the first, like, I, I would say I went down the rabbit hole. So we have one, when she chose us a random article, that was just one of many. And immediately upon going down that rabbit hole, it became hard to figure out who actually got shot, mm-hmm. um, what their name was and what was actually happening. Couldn't quite tell at the start, did the uh, person ever get caught? Um, you know, just the know. basic who, what, why, when, how. how. So is that, I'm going to try and find out about that. Mm-hmm. And then... Hopefully, maybe there's actually a bit more context because this, yeah. this isn't a true crime show. We're not trying to just solve uh, a particular incident. Mm-hmm. We want to find out a bit more about that time, that yeah. place. 1905 in Tatura? Sounds like yeah. a novel, Tatura 1905. So that was the Tatura tragedy. We decided to give the digital death trip bot another run. Here's the next one. Okay, so here I am. I'm going back into digital death trip or I'm summoning the bot that is digital death trip from the terminal. Hello, this is digital death trip. Today I am talking to you from a Mac operating system. Would you like to choose a town or would you like me to make a random selection? We always want a random selection. Okay, I can do that. Please choose a data source for me to compile town names from. I should correct. We don't always want it. It's just mostly at the moment. We yeah, want because it. the great thing about random is you don't have to think it through. But then the scary thing about random is it's random. But if you have to constantly think of town names, you just start going, I don't know, it stops being random. Yeah. So, um, we have that function there for a reason. Yes. Anyway, we're going to choose. Should we go for VicMap this yeah, time? Yeah, let's give VicMap a go. Bushy Creek or something. While I process this. I found 2,958 unique Victorian towns in this data. My random town choice is Tirandera East. Classic what do you think? No. I think no. no it's, it's not a real town. It's got two things in East. try again. My random town choice is Eaglehawk North. Uh, what do you think? Still not overly keen no. on that one. My random town choice is Quantum. Wow. What do you think? I like oh. it, but I'm really also not sure whether Quantong's a real place. What do you reckon? Let's hang on. Uh, Sarah's checking whether Quantong is. Does it have anyone living in it? Oh. It looks like there's near no a one. town called Vectus. It's a funny. Yeah, Natamuk. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. It began as an irrigation colony in 1892 in the Vectus district. Oh look, this is a great little introduction. When the irrigation colony was promoted, there was already a railway line to Horsham, by which produce could be transported. Okay, we're uh, going to hear about Quantong. Right. Okay. A Bible Christian church was opened upon the formation of the Irrigation Colony. Fruit Graves Association. Okay, Quantong. Okay, I will now see if I can find any newspaper references to a tragedy in Quantong. I now have 20 results on file. Would you like me to read a few headlines to get a sense of the tragedies in Quantong? Sure. Yes. Article 9, Year 1894. Headline, Country News, The Quantong Tragedy, Verdict of Manslaughter, Article, 14, Year, 1894, Headline, Another Tragedy, A Lunatic Murders His Wife, By Electric Telegraph, Article, (laughs) Year, 1937, (laughs) Headline, Tragedy on Orchard Sensational Discovery Last Night Poison Mistaken for Cough Mixture Man Dies in Son's Arms, Article Aww. 17, Dear. year 1894, headline, an awful domestic tragedy, 
a woman killed by her husband. Shall I pick totally a random tragedy from this place? Right, or so let me know if you would like to pick a specific article. Can I just pause here and say how beautifully this timed with this? There's a website I was just looking at, victorianplaces.com.au slash quantong, and it established that the irrigation started uh, in 1892, and then they had a school by 1893, and they grow uh, apples, pears, stone fruits, orchards. We're seeing all those things coming through here. There's mm-hmm. stone fruits and uh, people arriving there in the late... 19th century and one yeah. thing i'd put out so it looks like 1894 very quickly after this place was irrigated and settled there's um some some kind of um murder suicide or lunatic murder. murders his wife is that the same lunatic it as looks the like other it's one? 1894 another okay. one that came up so we don't know of course whether trove the death trip is going to pick these ones or not mm-hmm. these are just a selection there's one here that says poison mistaken for cough mixture i've seen many of these ones so i would say another we we're talking earlier about common words that yep now I associate like the word farm, pea. Mm-hmm. Another one is rabbit because a lot of these tragedies would be rabbit poison, strychnine. People constantly accidentally oh, eating. Oh, because things it. weren't labelled and they didn't yeah. have childproof lids and yeah. stuff. So well, that's the sort of scope in Kwantung. So I'm, I'm pleasantly uh, relieved in the sense that Kwantung is a real place and has retrieved some results. But the first one that came out actually then mm-hmm. was called Country News, and I don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just like quantity. Yeah. The the pipe broke or something. Yeah. So here or we there go. was something wrong with the fruit orchard this year. But and just contrasting to uh, sometimes uh, as we found with the Tutura tragedy, you get an entire case file about one incident. This mm-hmm. seems to be a bit of a varied grab bag. So let's, let's see some random selection for Kwantung. Okay, let's see. Here is my random tragedy from Kwantung. Article thirteen. Date. 1894 the 13th of September headline wife murder at Kwantong the husband's statement Horsham September 12th content preview wife murder at Kwantong the husband's statement Horsham September OCIC Sun 12 further particulars to hand regarding the Kwantong tragedy are to the effect that the women was deranged as well as her husband is supposed BN her removal to be Asylum was ruined mounted some months ago. If I, dot. So, that was one tragedy from Kwantung. Would you like me to get a copy of the whole article for you? Yes, thanks. Yes, please. So we're about to go visit the newspaper and the Good article. luck. So she's Thank asked you. to again Goodbye. and she's fetched the full article, as oh. well as the page of the newspaper that it came yeah. from. So here's Can you the, read out the article? The article in human speak. Wife murder at Kwantung, the husband's statement, Horsham, September 12th. Further particulars to hand regarding the Kwantung tragedy are to the effect that the woman was deranged as well as her husband. Her removal to the asylum was mooted some months ago. It is what alleged does mooted mean? Rumoured? Like suggested? Oh, okay. Um, it is alleged that, and here it's quite hard to read, uh, a drinker and had lately been something because he would not something. The husband's statement is that this morning she approached him with a hammer, apparently going to strike him, and that... Um, Wrenched the hammer from her and smashed in her head, killing her on the spot. We're really trying trying hard to find the uh, Cal- actual mm-hmm. article mm-hmm. in the context of this page. Salvation Army. What? Situation vacant. Ooh, what's the, what's the job going? Uh, uh, we'll have to edit this out mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Here so it is, got oh. it. Oh, finally, okay. Full article. So, as I said before, it's supposed to be also insane. Um... Husband, what year is it again? Can we just clarify that? The husband is 80, from what I can see, years of age, and his what? wife was almost the same. So they're elderly people. <gasps> and that so, must have been so unusual at that point. 
So the other articles, we've had a bit of a preview. We had um, some various assaults, etc. Wool sales, mm-hmm. um, candidates meetings, after the arbitration, sporting news. That didn't mean sports as we know it. That meant horses. Horse oh, racing. horses. Uh. Salvation Army lecture. Mm-hmm. And Carlton South election, etc. So... Mm-hmm. We've got our case file here on Kwantung tragedy at N94. The facts we know from the article here is that it uh, occurred very shortly after this town was settled. Yes. There's two Why did they move there at such an age? They're very old people, uh, both of whom are muted to be insane. Yeah. And the, the husband murdered his wife with a hammer. Yeah. And we have a digital dress tape has also retrieved some other case file items for us so we're going to go away and find out a bit more about Kwantung, a bit more about this case whether this guy ever saw any kind of um, yeah, justice criminal mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. other one yeah so that was the pilot run of Digital Death Trip the bot from which we got a pair of Trove Town tragedies, uh, both of which, randomly, are from irrigation towns in Victoria. The Death Trip bot has also selected two quite different types of tragedy stories, although they both involve murder. The difference is that they pose slightly different investigative tasks. The first one has multiple articles about one incident, so there's a need to sift through them and make sense of who exactly was murdered in Tatura in 1905, by who, and whether anyone was ever prosecuted. And then there's with the Kwantung tragedy from 1894, a man's murdered his wife, but the unusual thing is that both of them are quite old, the man was in his 80s, and they'd only just moved to an irrigation area that had recently been colonised. So why had they moved there at that age? Also what did it mean for any subsequent trial that both of them were muted to be insane in the 19th century? meaning of that term. I'll go away and see what I can find out about these questions and about these Victorian places and their histories. In the the next episode, I'll report back on what, if anything, I find out. In the meantime, I'm putting this pilot up on the This Must Be The Place podcast, and I'll include some links to the Trove list of tragedies and to the GitHub project. And that's it for now, so thanks for listening.
Ja, ich 